Welcome to another episode of the Climbing Hinge Podcast. She's got her shoulders slightly flexed back and up. She's might be doing some hair flipping. She's making eye contact out of her eyes with you, but it's averted to the side. And she's smiling off and on. Maybe she's touching you a little bit here and there. What does this all mean? Well, these all happen to be indicators that the woman has some kind of interest in you. Probably more physical, romantic, if she's doing those things. And this is all part of what we call the ritualized mating dance of the game of life, if you want to call it that. And it's part of a complex process that is what I call safe, subtle, and suggestive in terms of flirting, how the process works. What we're going to do on this podcast is we're going to get into a few things. Number one, we're going to define what flirting is and what the components are and why the ambiguity of it all is very important, especially to females. Second, we're going to talk about female body language that you can be observing that tells you she has something more than just an interest in being friends. So something maybe romantic or physical, she's interested in you in some way. And then third, we're going to talk about male body language. What's attractive to women? What do women look for that signals attractiveness to them? And this will walk through a few techniques how we can also um, help to engage the flirting process. This will probably be just part one of a two on flirting, um, by the way. All right, so let's define flirting. What is this mysterious thing that, that's going on and why is it like this? Well, it's an ambiguous, non-direct um, behaviors which can signal interest, romantic interest in another person. So keywords are it's ambiguous. It's like it's not fully fleshed out. It's not clear what's going on. And actually the vagueness of it, the vagueness of the flirting ritual is an advantage. And this is from research in, by Cook in 1981. And what it does is, it allows the subtleness of it, which I said initially, safe, subtle, and suggestive, the subtleness of the process allows one to retreat more easily if they're getting uncomfortable, right? Especially for women, safety, emotional safety is big. The process, because it's ambiguous, because it's vague, because it's kind of insinuations, allows one to go through the process of the flirting ritual, and they can proceed or not proceed. And this. This ambiguity and ability to retreat is very important to women and them able to express themselves. This, why, this is the reason why if guys are too aggressive when it comes to flirting, um, they can sense danger and retreat, right? So, um, the indirectness means that if I, especially as a woman, am flirting with you and I sense all of a sudden I sense something I don't like, I can withdraw. And that's from uh, research by Simons in 1972. So it is ambiguous, it's vague, it's subtle. And if you're not sure, if you're not, if you're not familiar with the art of flirting, it can be very frustrating for you, right? Because you don't know what's going on. 
What we want to do here now that we have a good definition of it is that um, when you get into some female body language that you can be observing and if you're a good observer you can help give you some indications of their potential interest in you. And just for a clarification you can kind of break things down into two subsets here. One is I'm meeting a girl for the first time or second, third time. We've never had a relationship before and flirting's going on, right? That is far different than if you are in the midst of trying to um, get back together with your ex or you're, you're separated. You must, you must be much more careful in how you flirt and engage with a woman if she's mad or she ang she's angry or cold. You can't, you can't do it. She won't allow it. So you have to make that distinction very clear all right but let's get into some female body language um, that will tell you she has an interest in you that's more than just friends and one of the things that actually women do is they present their body when watched and again this is research from Simons and what that means is if you're not looking at her she may not be presenting her body and I'm gonna tell you what presenting her body means and then if you start to look at her, she may change her pose and present her body. One of the key things that women do to present their body is shoulders flexed, shoulders up, and, and they may give you a view from their side. And that is so that you can see their breast. That is why it is done. So be aware of that. If you are with a woman and she's changing her presentation of herself and she's moving her shoulders at the same time, as you look at her, or in her view it's a good interest she's prepping herself for you so keep that in mind women also use laughter to get attention and to signal interest and the research shows that this is much more than men do it so if you're in a group or you're together and, and, and the woman is laughing um, she could be doing it to bring attention to herself means look at me right give me give me some attention um, another clue is proximity. How close does she let you get to her person? The closer she gets in a proximity standpoint, the more likely it is she's comfortable with you, the more likely it is she might have an interest in you. Okay, so keep that in mind as well. Touch. If the, your partner or the person you're talking to is touching you, like might be touching you on the forearm, for example, a little touch, or touching you on the shoulder, or she wants to show you something on her phone and sits down next, right next to you to show you and your body's touch. Those can all be kind of incidental touch things, right? Where she's getting closer to you and touching you. And that usually will signal some type of interest. Most women are very careful about misleading men on like that. So they'll be careful not to do these things, right? Because it leads to guys believing that <laughs> she's interested in me, right? Um, in the research on eye contact, um, it came up, if a woman is interested in you, she wants you to be looking at her uh, and not staring, of course, but you know, side gazes, averted gazes. You can be looking at her, of course, if the rest of your body is, is moving fluidly. So it's not a, a predatory stare, right? And the research also shows that females will spend more time gazing at somebody that they like in a in a two-person situation where both male and female like each other. Going back to the beginning on other behaviors, she's got her shoulders up, 
hair flipping. So she's flipping or twindling her hair while she's talking to you is another good indication. Um, like we said before, she may be doing eye contact, diverted gaze, smiling out the side of her eyes at you. All of these things together are positive signs that she has some type of interest in you. She's comfortable with you. So what you want to do is be observant and understanding of these body language cues that tell you, hey, I think she's interested in me. So keep these things in mind. All right, let's go over to male body language. What is attractive to women? What are women looking for? And all of these things are very primal, innate behaviors that have come from hundreds and thousands of millions of years of mating rituals between men and women. They're innate in us. They signal things. And because they're expressed in our DNA, we, we recognize them. That's how it works. All right, so um, one of the first, first things that's important in research that has been done is men, if you're single, single, not in a relationship, and you're going out to a place where there's, we, where there's women and females and you want to meet them, an important factor is your glancing behavior, glancing around. Because the more um, I glance around, the more likely I can make eye contact with a woman who might have interest in me. And if she gives me a, a, a look and a smile, it potentially means that she's interested in me, that I may be able to approach her. So it has been shown that guys who use glancing behavior are more successful flirting. Um, other behaviors, space maximization behaviors, open hand gesticulation. So if I'm uh, a guy at a, at a bar or something or a place where it's a social situation, I'm using hand gesticulation, so I'm talking with my hands. I'm maximizing space. I have a crowd of people around me. The woman will, that will signal to a woman that I am higher status, okay? And so they read that as attractive because they are more attracted to status. And so when they read your body language that says you're a higher status uh, person, they are going to be more attracted to that, right? So um, hand gesticulations, um, space maximization. I got my arms out if I'm sitting down on a, on a chair to the sides. Another thing that is important is open body. So my body is open and I can also be using Duchenne smiles. Those things, again, signal that I'm open, I'm accepting, I'm cooperative, right? We know if my demeanor is positive. We know this from the other podcasts on radiating positivity on emotional contagions. If my overall emotional effect is positive, people will feel more accepted of me, that I'm accepting of them, rather, and they will be more cooperative. So if I have an open body posture, not closed, I'm, I'm using Duchesne smiles um, throughout the evening as I glance at people. People will feel, women will feel that I'm more open to them and they'll be more safer about that. So that's attractive as well. Again, um, in the research that's been done, dominant body postures, high status postures, such as space maximization, hand gesticulation, talking with your hands, are viewed as more attractive by women. This is research from Swami in 2012. So across the board, um, it is an attractive thing if you have really, really good body language, right? So keep these things in mind. Um, orchestrating your overall body movements and the expression of it, having positive, um, safe, fun facial gestures, using hand gesticulation when you're talking, 
space maximization, perhaps having a crowd of people around you when you're talking, frequent um, eye glances. All of these things are going to help you to be more attractive to a woman. So you have, but you have to practice these things because for the most part they don't come natural. All right, one thing I want to touch on here, lastly on this podcast, has to do with touching. And touching is a part of relationships and it's a part of uh, flirting as well. Like I said, if a woman is touching your forearm, it's probably an indicator that she has some interest in you. But um, touching, there's, there's been a lot of research on touching and it's more, far more powerful than we are led to believe or think. And so the first thing is research from Edmund Rolls. He's a, a neuroscientist. What he has found is that touch activates the orbital frontal cortex part of the brain. And that is an area of the brain associated with reward and compassion, right? Through primates, um, research on primates who do a lot more touching, grooming each other, has demonstrated that touch elicits reciprocity in the primates. So the touching actually elicits reciprocity and cooperation. So another positive thing, um, warm touch from another person can be calming if you have cardiovascular stress. So it can reduce your cardiovascular stress. And, and it also can trigger to oxytocin. And we know, so basically touch can signal safety, trust, and reciprocity. And so I'm gonna talk about how you can use touch in some of your situations in just a moment here. Um, but some of the research on touch, so I'll go through a couple of case studies. Number one, they had waitresses give an incidental touch on the forearm or tap on the shoulder to patrons at a restaurant. And then they had another set of waitresses who uh, served similar type restaurant customers but did not touch them. Right. All the, the only difference was was brief touchings as they engaged the customer. And of course, the touching can't be unobtrusive. Right. You can't be violating their space. So if the, the customer has their hand to the side of the table, gently up, she might just the waitress might just briefly tap and touch them. That's kind of what they did. What they found was that the tips for the waitresses that use touch increased anywhere from 30 to 40 percent which is a big amount, right? So that that's, uh, demonstrates the power of touch. They did another research where they had um, guys who were out flirting and trying to pick up women and to get their phone numbers. And again, this was a research test that was done. And what they found in, the, in one set of the research, they had no touching. And in the other set of research, they had touch. What they found anyways was if the woman was not attracted to the man, touch made no difference, she wouldn't proceed, she wouldn't give the phone number. But if the woman was attracted to the man, what they found out is that if he touched, he had a higher propensity to get her phone number. So what this means is if the woman has some type of interest in you and you use touch, it can maximize it and magnify it, right? So keep this in mind. One of the uh, touch acclimation processes is called forearm uh, elbow shoulder. And what that means is if I'm on a date um, and I'm out with my date, one of the things I might do is give her some incidental touch. I might tap her on the forearm first. And what I'm doing is I'm building, I'm building a relationship and rapport with her, reciprocity, trust. I'm affecting her, it's rewarding her as we, as we said. 
Now, if I'm at a restaurant, it's a first date, and I t t briefly tap her forearm when we're talking, if she pulls it away, that might be giving me a signal she wasn't comfortable with it. I don't react to it. I keep going on and try to rebuild. I show her that that didn't affect me, and I can still recover from it and move forward, right? If I've touched her forearm when we, and I glanced in her eyes at the same time, and we're talking, and then I'm going to excuse myself to go to the bathroom, I might get up. Uh, say I'm gonna go to the bathroom and as I'm walking by I'll tap her on the on the on the elbow now maybe or the shoulder and I'll say hey I'll just be a minute I'll be right back again a little bit more touch you have to spread it out through the night but what I'm looking to do is slowly get her more comfortable with me and as we know um, touch if it's not felt to be unwanted right if it's unwanted this is not gonna help you so keep that in mind you can't force it but if it's if it's uh, accepted by the other person in a in, in the incidental manner like I'm doing we know from the research on Edmund Rolls it activates the orbital frontal cortex so it's rewarding to the other person makes them feel some compassion for me so it's having the intended effect what I want to do on this first date is warm her up um, acclimate her so that I can build so that by the time we leave the restaurant we can be holding hands go for a walk down by the beach or whatever and have a nice have a nice romantic evening right and that's what i want to do a couple of the ways that you can do touch is incidental touch and and you can slowly build it just like i gave some other examples what women might do so for example if i'm on the couch and i want to show um, the person i'm with something on my phone i'll say hey look at this i'll lean over and i'll see how far she leans over and maybe we'll have some incidental touch right I um, want to create some little moments like that to warm her up, to acclimate her, to get her used to my presence in my proximity, and also to see how she's she's feeling. If she does, if she's if you can sense somebody isn't um, comfortable in your presence like that, then you stop and you back up. She might not have that interest in you. That's okay. Remember, we want flirting to always be safe, subtle, and suggestive. All right. All right, so that's the podcast here. We talked about flirting and what it is. It's ambiguous, it's vague, it's subtle. I call it safe, subtle, and suggestive. We talked about female body, body language that tells you she's attractive. She might have her shoulders flexed. You know, She might be presenting herself from the side. She might have her hair flipping. She might be making an averted gaze, smiling at the time she does it, making contact with you, touching you. Her proximity gets closer to you, right? All of those things you want to be observing. She might be using laughter. And as you present yourself, what we want to do is we want to have open body, you know, Duchenne smiles, positive, friendly, using hand gesticulation, dominant body position, space maximization. I'm orchestrating my body to, to signal higher status, but I'm friendly and open at the same time. That's what we want to do. Also, if you take into account how touch works now. Touch is it's subtle, it's incidental. It can't be unobtrusive or obtrusive to the other person. If it is, it's, it's not gonna be accepted. So you have to look for how to enact it. But if you can use touch as part of your, your ensemble of flirting skills, you can add another, another realm to it. All right, well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Climbing Henge Podcast.